Hello and welcome back. We're glad you are with us today. We hope that the Lord is using us to bless your lives with his word and guidance. Speaking of hope, where do you have your hope placed on? Or rather, what kind of hope do you have? We'll talk a little bit about that in a couple of minutes. But for the moment, I would like to ask you to pray for those people who have no hope. There are so many people that feel like there is nothing more of value in their lives, nothing true left to fight for. We live in a world where there are many people that feel hopeless, and they have lost it all, and that there is nothing left for them. This is actually one of the main causes of suicide, a deep sense of hopelessness. So let's pray together for this, and if by any chance you might feel hopeless, then of course, pray for yourself, and give us a chance to explain that there is a living and eternal hope. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, I I praise you and I worship you, O Lord. Blessing and honor and glory be to you, O Lord God, now and always and forever and ever. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you please forgive my sins. Heavenly Father, I pray, O Lord, now that you please guide us through your word, through your Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, I pray for those people that might be listening that they may have a sense of hopelessness. I pray, Heavenly Father, that they might be able to find their way to you and that they might find that peace and everything that you are, that security, that hope that you are, Lord God, for us. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for those people that may not be listening, but they are feeling so hopeless right now that they feel that they have no way out. Heavenly Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that your gospel may reach them, Lord that your answer may come to them. Provide brothers and sisters in Christ around them that might be able to share your truth to them, that they are not hopeless, but rather that there is a great hope and a wonderful hope in you. I give you thanks and I praise you. And again, I ask you that you please guide us. In Jesus' name, amen. As part of today's message, I want to talk to you about a living and true hope that the Bible speaks to us about that can completely change our lives and cause us to have a very worthwhile direction. I hope you're able to understand it so you can enjoy it, but also so you can help others have this great hope that only Christ can give. As we look more into this, let's read today's Bible passage, which can be found in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3-9, to where it says, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, Though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom, having not seen, you love. Though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. 
Do you feel sometimes like you're hopeless? Does your life seem like it's in a dark tunnel and there doesn't seem to be a light at the end somewhere? As people, we tend to put hope on the things that could be available to us here and now. We generally just think about living in the moment. Some of us put hope in achieving certain things and that once you get there, you think like you will have arrived, if you will. When we were kids, the hope was probably just getting to the next grade or being older and bigger. Some kids usually have this thought in mind, I wish I was older so I could do dot, dot, dot. And our experience or expectation was that when we would get older, that life would be much better. Many kids couldn't wait to drive, for instance. That feeling of being behind the wheel of a car, having the sense of freedom, that you could be able to drive yourself wherever you wanted, go out with friends and so on. But maybe once you started driving, it was fun until you had to start paying for insurance, paying for gas, paying for repairs. So the car started representing something else that grown-ups do, and that is work, getting a job. So having a car was probably not much more fun. Some kids like the idea of going to college or to a university with the hope that they will be more on their own, having some sort of newfound freedom where mom or dad are not close by to supervise or comment, or least of all, be present while certain forms of more adult entertainment, if you will, are pursued. Some people fantasize about hanging out with friends and drinking and all kinds of other things that some folks cannot necessarily do at home. But then again, some folks maybe got some help from mom and dad to pay for school. Maybe some folks didn't. And that wonderful word called work showed up again. Some of us had to go to school and keep either a part-time or full-time job. So there wasn't that much more freedom anymore. Actually, quite the contrary. There was a heavy workload between keeping a job, probably a low-paying job, and keeping up with school, spending long hours studying or working on projects and or doing research. The great college life lost its shine when certain realities set in. It wasn't so exciting anymore. And then there was probably the hope of graduating from something with a certain piece of paper or special training. And we thought, once I graduate, then this whole business of working and going to school at the same time will end and I'll be able to get hired for a better job and just push my career forward. Maybe some of us were thinking that quite naively. Those of us that have graduated with fancy degrees will tell those poor people that think life is going to be awesome once you graduate that getting a degree may not necessarily make life grand. In all actuality, it may just, like a certain song says, we've only just begun. When you graduate either from college or trade school or whatever kind of training, now you gotta earn your stripes, as they say. Now you're going from visions of grandeur to doing menial tasks for little pay, sacrificing yourself even more just to get a shot at something a little better and, God forbid, get paid a little bit more money than minimum wage, if you're lucky. All beginnings are not easy. And then some folks fantasize about finally meeting that special someone with the hope to start a family. And, of course, it does happen. And you get married, and then you have kids, and then you have bills, and you have all kinds of stuff that happens when you start adding people to your life, especially tiny little people that need a lot of attention and support. I've heard many folks, even those that love their families deeply, say, man, this family stuff is really hard. When we go on and on and on about the different things people 
hope to achieve in their lives, thinking that when they get there, that what they get to what they want to get to, or are able to have those things they consider special, that life will change and everything will be magical and perfect. But the reality is no matter what you strive for here, no matter what you put your, your hope in, there will be struggles, disappointments, frustrations, and many other negative and unwanted feelings. I don't want to sound negative, even though I'm, I'm sure I do sound negative. But that's what usually happens, especially when our expectations are high and unrealistic. The grass is not always greener on the other side. You know, that reminds me of my lawn this past summer. I'm sure many folks that didn't know much about lawns thought that my lawn was spectacular because it seemed full and green, like a light green, and very neat. As it turns out, crabgrass, which is quite a pesky and undesirable weed, when it is kept really, really short, it actually looks nice. My lawn was a real weed garden this year. So the green grass you might be admiring somewhere may actually be a some really nice, well-kept weeds. Should we then give up on earthly hopes and dreams? Not really. It's not bad to want to have nice things or achieve certain milestones. That's actually good. But we need to bear in mind that things may not turn out the way we think they will, or that things may not be everything we thought they would be. Putting your hope on earthly things can and will disappoint. At the very least, let's say you do get what you want, and it feels like you thought it would feel. How long will it last? Nothing lasts forever. For starters, we don't last that long, especially as we compare our lifespan to everything else. The Bible teaches that we will go through various trials and that it is even necessary to go through those certain trials because they have a purpose. When we do go through tough times, and we all do, and we experience disappointment or sadness, if our faith is cemented on the person of Jesus Christ, then those challenges will make us stronger. Our faith will become much more precious than gold. Now you might ask, why is that important? Well, here is where the eternal and living hope comes in. When we put all of our hope in Christ, we know that no matter what happens, whether things are great or not so great, we will always have certain incredible things waiting for us. All of the pain and hardship of this world will one day pass. When we arrive at the end of this life, wonderful and eternal things will be waiting for those that love and follow the Lord. Revelation chapter 21 Verse 1 to 7 tells us this, Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said to me, It is done. 
I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Jesus died so that our sins could be forgiven, so we could have eternal life, so we could have an eternal and living hope. God himself will wipe away every single tear. Death and sorrow and crying will no longer exist for those that love him. This world will go away, and everything negative that comes along with it. We will live in per perfect place, not just for a few years, but forever and ever. So meanwhile, during our difficult times here, while we're going through some hardship, we may be tempted to let go of our faith, but we need to hang on to our faith, to our hope in God. Satan's constant attack will always involve one main temptation, to let go of our faith in the Lord, and to just give in to the world and to all of its lies and illusions of happiness. Satan wants us to live a lie. But the Bible tells us this in James chapter 1. Blessed is the man who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Nothing in this world can give you the crown of life that only Jesus can give you. Everything in this world is just an illusion, from money to good health to power to all kinds of different things. You name it. It's all going to go away someday, even those things that are good. So don't allow yourself to be distracted. Enjoy responsibly what you can while you're down here, because that's okay too. But always, always, always keep at the forefront of your mind and heart that we should live for our Lord because our eternal and living hope in Christ will last forever. Let's pray. <clears throat> Lord God, Heavenly Father, I give you thanks for your love and for your mercy and for your grace. Thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, because through Him is that we have so much. We can have the forgiveness of our sins. We can have eternal life. We can have His blessings here as well as later on. I give you thanks for your love and for your mercy. Heavenly Father, I give you thanks that no matter what happens here, no matter how difficult things may be here, but Lord, we always have something wonderful and great to look forward to. That all of this will one day disappear and it will probably not even be a memory. But the things that you have for those that love you and follow you and remain faithful to you, they will remain forever, and no one can take that away from us. Heavenly Father, help us to deposit our faith and our hope in you. Lord God, help us to keep our eyes focused on you, understanding and knowing, Lord God, that whether things are good or whatever it is right now, that, Lord, that you are the one that lasts forever. And because you last forever, we will last forever forever with you as well. I give you thanks and I praise you, O Lord. I pray for every person listening. I pray, Lord God, Heavenly Father, that you may just work in a special way in them. And Heavenly Father, again, if there is a sense of hopelessness in them, that they might be able to find their hope in you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, as always, we would love to hear from you, so please feel free to write us. 
May God bless you. The Latter Rain Ministries is a self-supporting Christian ministry dedicated to sharing Jesus Christ and His truth with the world.